Hello and welcome to episode 426 of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name is Richard and I'm trying to grow my fruit, vegetables and herbs in my allotment and garden. Now today, because it's December, there's not much we can really do out in the gardens. But what I do do is use my window seals. And I'm going to be talking about that a little bit later on. First, let's find out what I've been up to over this last week. It is Thursday the 3rd of December 2021 today, just in my potting shed. And out here I have actually been pricking out some of my Celtis. Now I sowed this Celtis a few weeks ago and it's crossed between celery and lettuce. Something I'm really interested in in seeing how successful it is. It's meant to be very easy to grow and meant to survive some very, very cold temperatures. So just thought I'll prick that out this evening and uh, get that going. Now, just a quick update as well about Poppadom. Last week, you may recall, I said she went very ill, over, well, rather weirdly, and I, I had to put her indoors to try and keep her warm. Well, I'm pleased to say she seems to have made a full recovery. She's still indoors because she hasn't grown any of her, or much more of her feathers, but uh, she does seem to be now, she's still hobbly, her leg doesn't seem quite right, but she does seem to be doing better than what she was the other day. So I think a few more days indoors and then I'll get her back outside in the coop with Bear. Now all I've done, to be honest, I've moved her indoors, as I said on Sunday, I think it was. And I've made sure she's had nice and warm in there, plenty of bedding. Um, but I've also given her some uh of chicken crumb which is higher protein than a normal chicken food on a hope that that's going to do her some good so far it does seem to be working and I, I think I'm rather pleased about that because it did worry me quite a bit just how she was looking so that's good news but uh, hopefully at the weekend she'll be even better It is Saturday, the 4th of December, 2021 today. I've just jumped into the greenhouse because it's quite windy outside. I'm on the allotment. I should say that. I'm on the allotment, so I'm actually inside Grandad's greenhouse, as I have affectionately called it. Now, I've popped down to the allotment today just to spend a couple of hours doing a few bits. The first thing I really wanted to do was just check on things on the allotment after the storm last week, particularly Grandad's greenhouse. And actually, I can safely say that ah, Grandad's greenhouse and everything on the allotment has pretty much been unaffected. I've just noticed there's one glass panel in the roof that has slightly slid out of position. That one's always been a bit of a problem, actually, thinking about it. So I'm going to have to adjust that at some point and figure out a better way on that. But apart from that, Pretty much is everything is fine after that storm last week. Now, what I've also came down here to do, I noticed on the drive in actually, we've had a delivery of wood chip. Now, well, uh, a few years ago, a couple of years ago now, we had a really huge delivery of wood chip. I, I used it a little bit at a time, but nobody else seemed to really use it. And I used it on my paths. I've got to say, it really did make the place look really good and tidy. So having the, all this wood chip delivered again, I'm thinking, fantastic. This is exactly what I want to use. The only trouble is, I was talking to somebody earlier this year who sort of said that actually the wood chip is meant to be for members only, same as the manure. I'm not a member. I've 
I paid £5 a year to use the manure, as I understood it, but apparently that's all changed. So I've got to go and find out about becoming a member in order to use the wood chip. I think it's only £5 a year, so it's not a huge amount to sacrifice, but it's worth, I guess, just getting hold of and seeing how things use. And again, it'd be great to use some of the wood chip on the paths again, because it does tidy things up and just means I have a little bit less work to do as well because it suppresses weeds a little bit better. Now mainly I was here to harvest some potatoes and some leeks for our dinner which I've done. Potatoes were the merest piper and I've got to say they've not been brilliant. There's not a huge amount in there. The potatoes are, there's a couple of decent sized ones but on a whole not a brilliant size. Leeks however, and again they're not brilliant but I did pop them in really late and they've not done too badly. So I'm happy with those and uh, we'll be taking those home to use in our dinner this evening so yeah worthwhile spending a bit of time on the allotment now apart from that i've just done a little bit of trying to tidy things up as always getting on top of the weeds which aren't growing too badly at the moment but uh, uh things like that now last time i was here i remember i'd removed or laid cardboard down on what was the sweet corn bed and said i need to get some compost down on that i, I haven't done that yet actually um I kind of forgot, in all honesty, so that's something I'm putting, writing down, leaving a note in the van to remind myself to go and buy a load of compost in order to do that. Right, well that's what I've been up to today here on the allotment. It is Sunday the 5th of December 2021 today. I've had a day at home. Now, first thing I did this morning was actually pop Papa Dom, the chicken who's been unwell, back into the run with Bear. She, she's not fully feathered again, but she does seem to be recovering and she seems to be able to walk, albeit a bit, a bit hobbly. But I thought I'd pop her in a coop and see how she does. First thing I noticed, actually, Bear did sort of try and nip at her uh, which is just typical chicken behavior trying to um what's, what's the word for it uh keep the pecking order that's what i'm looking for so it wasn't a good start but that, that was only the once and then after that they all seemed to settle down quite nicely i've kept an eye on poppadom throughout the day and it, i'll see how it is tonight if it's too cold for her, i'll see her shivering when she goes into the coop then she might come back indoors but yeah i'm pleased to say that poppadom does seem to have made a full recovery which was a rather worrying thing for me now uh, today has been basically a bit of tidying up in the garden. Harvested a few more parsnips, which were delicious because we used those in our, our dinner. But what I've also been concentrating on, you may recall last year I took down a large set of fence panels and they were covered in ivy. We had two posts that held these fence panels into place. And Ivy was still growing up those. And the reason they were still there is because they had electrics in them. And I didn't get around to disconnecting all the electrics in order to move forward. Well, today I've concentrated on those, disconnected the electrics, started cutting back the Ivy so I can take down these two posts and get them um, get them removed and opened up that area, which uh, hopefully will be a winter project completed this winter 
So yes, that's what I've been up to today. This evening I'm going to be sowing some microgreens, coriander. Um, I don't know what I'm going to be able to do tomorrow, but I think I should give you a bit of an update tomorrow about Poppadom. It is Monday the 6th of December 2021 today. I'm back in the potting shed, just pricking out some spinach. Um, spinach, this has been a little bit late this year, I've got to say. I don't know if it's going to make it throughout this winter, but it's going to be exciting to find out is what I say. Uh, and I do like spinach. We do use spinach quite often, and it's well worth growing it, in my opinion. Now, just a quick little update for today, actually. Um... I said I would update you about Poppadom. When I checked on her yesterday evening, I felt she was shivering. So she spent the night indoors again. She came out back during the day, but again tonight I've put her back indoors just to make sure she is warm overnight. She will have to stay outside fully one night soon, of course. She can't, she can't live indoors overnight, but all the time she's just regrowing her feathers I think it's right to protect her a little bit so yes that has been my week growing my own food here at the veg grow podcast HQ or my allotment and garden I should say uh, mostly centered around poppadom I know but please do let me know what you guys have been up to in your own allotment in your own gardens over this last week we're going to run a commercial break and I'll be back in just a moment before we carry on with the podcast, hope you're enjoying it by the way, I just want to ask you for some ways that you can help support me and the VegGrow podcast. Firstly, if you can share, 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 the more listeners that know about it, the more we can share our experience. Leave a review on your podcatcher service, that really helps boost us up and get us seen. Then we have merchandise available on the VegGrow podcast.co.uk, collection of t-shirts and mugs with a VegGrow podcast logo. Throughout December, we have added some mugs with a very special Christmas logo. Come January, they won't be available anymore. Finally, the number one method to support is the Supporters Members Club. I'm really pleased with this club that I've built. The current members also seem very happy with it too. Just £5 a month is what it costs to be a member. For that, you get extra podcasts and videos that go on behind the scenes and uh, then you know what I'm up to. Added to that, each month I send out a monthly gift pack which includes a collection of seeds that can be sown that month. I sow these seeds along with you too, so we're all growing these together as a group. To find out more, just head over to the vegroundpodcast.co.uk. And now, back to the podcast. These December evenings are summed up in just one word. Dark. You know, I come home from work, it's dark. And that does limit what I can do in the evening. I still have to go out into the garden, of course. I've got chickens that need uh, care in the evenings and, and monitoring. And I, while I'm doing it, I still walk around the garden and check on things. But reality is, I only have the weekends free to do any real gardening outside. But one thing that I do tend to do more and more of well first of all I've got sheds with good lighting so I can spend some time in the sheds doing sowing seeds pricking out and that really does help give me time in the evenings to do my gardening work but something else that I've been utilizing is the window sills if these are the window sills of my house of course and any bright window sill can really be used to create quite a large amount of food should we need to. 
Now, I should say that using the window seals does cause some disagreements with my wife from time to time. It does clutter up the window seals, to be fair, but at the same time, uh, she does have a very good point in that our old house, the house we lived in before we moved here, when I was growing plants on the windowsill there, I actually ruined the paintwork of the windowsill. And what it was, I had a, a gravel tray on the windowsill that I'd grown plants in throughout the year. And when I lifted this gravel tray off, the paintwork underneath had bubbled and come away, exposing the woodwork. I was not very popular at all. Now, and that was obviously easily sorted out with a good lick of paint. But what I now do to prevent this from happening is just place a towel underneath the gravel tray to protect the paint. Now, the gravel tray, I've got to say, is great for indoor gardening as well. It holds onto that water. Plants do tend to dry out quite quickly indoors, especially with things like central heating on. So the gravel tray just gives that little bit more water reserves for it to go. And it also carries on to protect your paintwork as well. And then in the gravel tray, of course, is all the pots that I'm growing food in. Now, I've got to admit, at this time of year, the choice of plants that we can grow is quite limited. The obvious thing, and something that I really do enjoy doing and growing at this time of year, is our herbs. And this could be herbs like parsley, dill, coriander, chives, basil. I sow those right throughout the winter months into little pots, four-inch pots of compost, place those on the windowsill and allow them to grow. And then when we need any of these herbs, we can just pick them as they grow once they are large enough to be harvested. The great thing is, as these grow and they get bigger, we can pop them up into bigger and bigger plants. And then they can actually go outside later on in the year if they are large enough to survive outside or they are still in use. Again, I like this because it gives me all-round year supply of herbs. And fresh herbs of that are something that I do believe that everybody should be going because they are so useful in the garden, in the uh, kitchen. Fresh herbs really do revolutionise a lot of good recipes. But then something that I talk about quite often, actually, and try and grow at this time of year a lot of is microgreens now microgreens may seem a little bit boring to most people but what i found since i've been growing them and eating them is actually they they take on a different flavor that can add a whole range of dynamics into the kitchen when we're eating them now, microgreens are basically baby plants for those that don't know. I tend to sow these seeds quite thickly and harvest them when they are literally just like their true, their seed leaf form. Just two leaves are showing and I harvest them. So what I should start with is what can we use as microgreens? And to be honest, there is a huge list of things that we can use. I prefer to use like old cabbage seeds, old Brussels sprout seeds, old cauliflower seeds, uh, nasturtium seeds can be used. There's a huge range basically that can be used. And what I actually grow these in is the vegetable punnets or the fruit punnets that when you go to a supermarket and buy some fruit in, 
that they come in. I find they are fantastic to use. However, what I'm now using is, since we've got Roxy, we've been buying her dog food. Her dog food comes in a plastic container, and those plastic containers are actually also really good for growing microgreens. So just fill those up with compost, just standard compost, nothing special, and then scatter the seed on top. Now, I scatter the seed really thickly. It's so thick that it almost just covers the top with seed, so you can't really see much compost. Sometimes I cover them over with a more compost, depending on what the seed is. Sometimes I don't, just leave it to sit on top. I try and tamp them down slightly, just so the seed is in good contact with the the uh, compost. And then I spray water over the top, just using a, a pump spray, just to keep it moist. Within two to three weeks, They've germinated and they've got their seed leaves showing. And that's when I like to start harvesting them. So I'm quite often sowing these microgreens two, three times a week in order to make sure I've always got a supply of these to go. And to harvest them, I just cut off all the, the micro plants, the microgreens as we go. And I'll add those to a wide range of different dishes. Like I say, I could could do something like an egg sandwich and I could use cress a very simple well-known microgreen grows really easily and just adds a really nice cress flavor Brussels sprouts they taste really good in microgreen as well with a soup or something you add this sort of bunch of microgreens as like a garnish but also gives that little bit of crunch this little bit of flavor to your soup as well nice and quick and nice and easy to grow and then we've got shoots that we can also grow these could be pea shoots where just some standard cheap pea seeds are just germinated and grown again a bit like microgreens they're cut off when they're young alfalfa and mung bean shoots as well are fantastic for this in fact mung bean shoots are great if you want bean shoots for chinese dishes Again, these are harvested very young, cut very young, but again, they add this beautiful, different flavour of vegetables to our dishes and and keep that fresh vegetable, that fresh salad leaves, that sort of thing coming and going. And talking of salad leaves, actually, something else I like to do in the punnets and even these dog food containers, I'm going to try this year anyway, is growing all year round the salad leaves. Now, I do grow salad leaves in my veggie pod as well, but again, on the windowsill, seems like a great chance to grow just a mixture of salad leaves, lettuce, kale, that sort of thing. Again, scattered over the seed, over the compost, and allowed to grow and harvested as and when needed. Now, I've got to say, these probably sound a little bit on the boring side, but I do think it's important to grow these if you are interested in growing your food all year round. Like myself, I really do not want to rely on supermarkets anymore for our food. Something we eat a lot of is salads, so it does work really nicely for that. But then I've got a couple of plants that are a little bit... Uh, a little bit different They're probably not your typical type of plants that you hear people growing turmeric ginger and cardamom i love growing these i mean they are house plants the way i see them but they also give us a supply of turmeric certainly turmeric root which is 
absolutely delicious used in a high huge amount of different dishes especially indian dishes ginger of course i think everybody uses ginger i get actually get quite a bit of ginger growing for my ginger plants and cardamom the cardamom it doesn't really get pods from but i found we can use the leaves instead of the cardamom pods to add that cardamom flavor when cooking so yeah it's a great idea just to start thinking about this this kitchen window sills a little bit differently if you really do want to grow your food all year round. Now, I know it's not for everyone because it's probably not the ideal situation for many people. Like I said earlier, it causes some disagreements with me and a wife from time to time. But at the same time, my wife does like her salads. And when she eats these things, she realises it's worthwhile. It's just a case of looking after her and being working together something that we often say so yes if you are growing anything on your windowsill over this winter what are you growing i'd like to find out and see what you are doing out there if you want to email me it's richard at vegroundpodcast.co.uk you can visit the website at vegroundpodcast.co.uk leave a voicemail or leave a comment or you can find me on social media just search for the veg grower podcast that is it for this week We will be back again next time. So until then, please take care.